Hello, welcome to the Invisible Sensei Podcast. Wherever you're listening to this, I hope you're warm and safe and with family and friends. And uh, thank you for taking a minute or two to sit down and have a conversation with me, <laughs> albeit a one-way conversation. Today, I'm going to talk about gradings. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there that a lot of, shall we say, fodder for argument and debate regarding the importance of gradings and how gradings are done and when they should be done. And I wanted to reflect a little bit. I was at a gastrical on the weekend, a training camp, which I really enjoyed and got a lot out of. Got to meet some fairly senior karateka that I haven't seen for many years and it was really lovely to be in their company. I got to meet some really cool new people, which is which is awesome. And especially given the situation we're in with COVID at the moment, a real, a real blessing. I'll put it that way, because I know that not everyone has that opportunity. So I was very grateful. Uh, during this gastroku, there was a grading scheduled for a very close friend of mine, one of the inner circle, like a brother really. And he was going for a certain grade. He was doing a, a senior Yudancha grade, I guess you could call it. And during the course of the Gashuku, he was due to grade for the senior grade on the Sunday. On the Saturday, he had arranged, as, as he was organizing the Gashuku, to do a round robin of Kobudo, Karate, uh, Bunkai, uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and a whole bunch of other stuff with some really amazing instructors. And during the course of the day, as often happens, Murphy's Law struck and during a technique being demonstrated on the mats they were using for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I wasn't there, so I'm getting this from him and from other people. He caught his toe in between the mats during a very simple technique and broke it quite badly. And there was some drama around it only in the sense that my mate is very very much about the Buddha aspects of karate and you know we had a bit of a conversation over the phone and he said you know i'm probably going to tape it up and go and but he used common sense and went and got it x-ray and it turns out there was quite a bad break and yeah it was really really i really felt for him um, it was hard because he had built up, worked really hard to get to the point of being ready for the grading. Was looking forward to doing it with peers and in a situation that he was with people he respected. So yeah, in front of his very first sensei as well was going to be on the panel. Now, for me, this got to a point where even on the day he was kind of pardon the pun, we had one toe in and one toe out in terms of actually grading. The x-ray showed that it was impossible for him to do the grading <coughs> pardon me, uh, in a sense it would have been detrimental to his long-term health if he'd done it and the recovery process would have been a lot longer. Now for me, I guess I reflected upon the disappointment that he felt, I feel firstly in himself, and then about 
the importance of gradings and when they should be done and so on and so forth. So with my friend's situation in mind, I wanted to share with you something which resonated for me. <clears throat> and that was that back in the 90s, I traveled from New Zealand to America where with my sensei here in New Zealand at the time and I went to a gashuku in America I was a shodan this was in the 90s early 90s and kind of a cocky kid and very sure very sure of myself perhaps a little too sure of myself and I was looking forward to the camp and we went over it was an opportunity to travel across the other side of the world and to have my sensei there who I really respected anyway went to the gashuku was huge gashuku lots and lots of people from lots of different countries and one of the things that i knew was towards the end of the um gashuku they would announce people who had been graded over the course of the gashuku to uh different levels of yudansha in my case i was looking for nida and my sensei had actually prepped me for for the possibility that I would be graded to Nidan and now you're young and you're hopeful and very sure in your abilities and so on and so forth and so I just remember this particular session having trained really really hard it was high summer um, the, the dojo was just stifling and everyone was training to, to their nth degree everyone was pouring with sweat you know you were just taking fluids in each break Anyway, we get to the end of the session and the senior sensei calls the people out who who will be be looked at for Nida. Where I kind of stood, you know, kind of towards the front for some particular reason. And I just remember the feeling as what felt like everyone around me getting their names called and my name was not on the list. And I remember clapping. Um, and being quite brokenhearted about it, to be completely honest. I remember we were maybe four or five k's away from our hotel. We were at this particular place in America, and I just remember being so disappointed that I just said, look, Sensei, I'm going to walk back to the hotel. And I was so disappointed with myself. I thought, my gosh, I've not trained hard enough. This must be something wrong with me. My technique is crap, maybe my gear didn't look right, maybe I didn't do this, maybe I didn't do that. And I just remember being really dejected. And, and to be totally honest with you, there were, I shed a few tears. I was bitterly disappointed. And then I started doubting why I was doing karate, to be honest. And as I walked home, I just remember, I just went through a whole bunch of scenarios. What happens if I just don't go to training tomorrow? I just wait out the, till the end of the Gashuku and just get on the plane and go home and burn my gi basically because you know I can't be any good because I didn't achieve that grade and I remember getting home and sitting down back to the hotel and sitting down with my sensei and us having a discussion and a conversation about that and him talking to me and saying you know you've got to remember that you're you're good you're really good don't allow a grading or your idea of what you should be to be good to get in the way of you being good 
and I suppose at the time I remember sort of it was comforting but I wasn't really listening that hard but now years later as I see my mate um, who worked so hard much harder than I did to achieve this grade and now then to have a injury which has seen him have to take time off work and and you know change his lifestyle for the next few days and he was working so hard to get to this grading um, go through a, I guess a similar thing of course he's not some cocky teenager you know he's a he's a a well-seasoned man we'll say that and I think when it comes to gradings one of the things that I've experienced personally is that people tend to think on the outside of martial arts what's the difference you know, um, a first down, second down. People don't understand that when you get to black belt, there is really a starting point for your journey, especially in karate. And I would say in other martial arts, and most martial arts too, it's the beginning, not the end. But I think it's also important to note that our self-worth is more than the belt we wear around our waist. And I know I was disappointed that I missed that grading. I know my mate is disappointed that he was not able to do his grading. The situation and the context is different, but the feelings remain the same. Sometimes it gets really easy for us to define ourselves in terms of what grade we are and where we sit in the hierarchy. And that desire for validation, I know I certainly want validation at times, to feel as though what I'm doing is moving in the right direction. I think belt color, down grades, gradings in general are a test. Hence, Shinza are a test, not an exam. A test of our technique to see where we're at, a test of how much we're internalizing the training. But at the end of the day, no one can tell us who we are. If you get the grade, it's wonderful if you don't maybe there's something more to be learned as well because i know gradings have become a contentious issue style to style person to person place to place so to my mate i encourage you brother to remember why you started doing karate and what you love about it i think you're a great practitioner i think that you practice karate in your personal life in terms of the way that you conduct yourself with generosity and good spirit. I think that you're a great husband and a good father. And for me, no downgrade can reflect that. And I certainly, as a practitioner, hope that's what karate brings into my life. Not my ability to remember a kata or a takedown or a sweep or a heel hook or any of those things hopefully karate is about what it brings into my personal life how I relate to my children how I relate to my wife how I relate to my life how I relate to those people and represent those people who are most important to me important to me how I represent them so gradings I think sometimes you've got to take the blinders off look at the person in the mirror and just go shit man all women you're awesome